Well, sweetheart, how you doing, honey? I'm doing just fine, child. Oh, well, now, bless your heart. Thank you so much. I'm back from Kentucky, and this is how I talk now. Oh, this is how I talk, and I haven't even been to Kentucky. It's It must be contagious. Oh, I just love Kentucky. Everything's contagious now. Why not accents? Do you like Kentucky? Oh, it's finger-licking good. Like fried chicken? Uh-huh. And remember... Don't get mad. Get everything. Everyone was staring and gawking at me like I was a prince. I was a prince. Let's do this. Woo! Gimme, gimme. Sorry. My parents better give me them cha-cha heels I asked for. That's all I can say. Yeah. Welcome back to Chacha Hills. I'm your host, Pete Zayas. And I'm your host, The Black Ken. I'm back from Kentucky, y'all. Making a major motion picture. Major, major. I'm so glad you're back from Kentucky. You're going to be able to tell us all the things you've learned about yourself, Kentucky, and the American way. Well, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. And America is even more askew than I thought it was. Really? Oh, I'm here to report back on America. America. So you got to know about everything about America through Kentucky, is what you're saying? Yes, and traveling um, in the Midwest, or South Mid, that area. Well, first of all, I had to take a plane from Los Angeles to... Well, anybody that doesn't know, the, the listeners that didn't listen to the previous episodes, I was going to Kentucky to film on location to do a movie. And I really don't... I can't say much about the movie, but I, it's a, I'm just going to say it's probably going to be marketed as a horror movie. You know. <laughs> Homos- gay horror. You know. Because I'm gay involved. I, yeah. it's, there'll be, it's gay horror. But... Um, the movie making the movie was great. I had a, a I had a ball, and I think it's going to turn out. I think it's going to turn out really good. Um, but then I was there though for sixteen days, making you know, on location, and I a lot of downtime because they just kept me there while they you know even though I wasn't there, I wasn't filming the entire time, but they kept me well, there. Well, that's what they, happens, honey, when it's a major motion picture. A major motion picture. Yes, they keep you there. They, they don't send you there. away until you come back. No, they no, don't no. Have time for that. Well, I had nothing else to leave for. I don't have, you know, my daughter Lumina the alien. Coco was taken care of by my mother, so. Uh, we had the podcast. I'm back for that. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, I could have probably done it remotely. But, I, you know, it was, first of all, it was like 100 degrees there on a cool day. It was so hot. First of all, I had to take a plane from L.A. to Atlanta, then Atlanta to Nashville, then from Nashville, a two-hour ride to Kentucky. I need, like... Where is Pete Buttigieg? Get this transportation going. Why can't you fly directly to a state in this country? Why am I flying to two, two different states and taking a car? Planes, trains, and automobiles. So you're saying you shouldn't have to fly to a state to fly to a state? How do you just go directly to the state? Like, if I have to go to Kentucky, then why can't I fly directly to Kentucky? That's a good question. You think we should ask Pete Buttigieg? Well, he's in charge of transportation. Just... He also needs to, since he's the only homosexual in that uh, administration, he needs to do something about monkeypox. Because, honey, that's, the numbers are up. Well, okay, so 
No, I'm mad about people to judge. I know you are. So the first thing you learned is that we need to be able to take one plane from one state to another with no no delays and no stops. No delays, no stops. And then I had a hotel. My hotel room was really nice. I had a suite. With, there was a pool. Um, the pool was drained for the first couple of days because the woman there said that there was some sort of <laughs> incident. So I don't know. I'm assuming blood because, they, I mean, that's a good thing. That you should drain the pool when there's blood in it, especially with monkeypox. And... Um, it so, could have been feces. It could have been feces. But my, feces and blood. Feces and blood. And monkeypox. I mean, what happened to that person in that pool? That's the mystery. I saw that there was some, must have been some sort of like bow and arrow convention, archery convention, because there's a lot of people in that hotel with bow and arrows. Weapons. Well, now this is coming together. Maybe someone with a bow and arrow <gasps> hit somebody at the in, pool. Yeah, and they flew into the pool. They flew into the pool. The and, body landed in the pool. Yeah. The incident. Like, thank God that happened before I got there. You were filming a horror film, and there was a horror film. There was a horror. The horror was in my hotel room. Yeah. The hotel. Well, I was also, I didn't have a car. And I also, I thought for sure, I thought, oh, you know, it'd be so cute. I'll be in this small town. Just take a lift and go to the park and go to, like, you know, a coffee shop. Honey, they don't even have lifts. Yeah, I mean, do they have parks? When I think Kentucky, I don't think parks. No, they had, like, one little, they had one park with, like, a ton of ducks. Okay. But they only had, like, a couple... They had, like, three Lyft drivers and Uber drivers. The first night I went, uh, after I shot, the next day I went out to explore downtown, which is this cute little area, Paducah. The guy picks me up, and he's like, oh, I'm like, there's only, like, three of us that drive Uber and Lyft. And I'm like, oh. He's like, well, here, I'll give you give you my phone number, and, you know, if you need a ride, you just call me directly, and you can Venmo me. I said, perfect. Well, then, honey, she got trapped down there, because that Lyft, that guy that told me to call him and Venmo him, he didn't answer. Also, when he dropped me off, he was like, oh, this is where my, um, across the street, see that building? That's that's my lawyer. He was, like, showing me, like, the sights of the town. Okay. He said, that's my lawyer. That's I, I hired her to get my custody of my daughter back. I mean, huh? That town only has 20,000 people in it. And I think I've met them all. Then there was, um, um, I couldn't get, like, food. So there was, like, a, in my, like, this plaza where my restaurant was, where my hotel was, there was a, um, a, a freeway. So across the freeway was the mall, but I couldn't get to the mall because I went to the front desk. I'm like, can I just walk to the mall? And they said, oh, yeah, you can just walk along the freeway. Walk along the freeway? Like I'm Eileen Warnes? Like I'm a serial killer? Well, I mean, there's only 20,000 people in the town, honey. You would probably see a car every hour. No, there was, no that was the busy freeway. It was an interstate. People were going from uh, other places. And you couldn't just run across? No, honey, because you had to walk like up along it. And oh. you didn't want to be terrified walking the whole time looking no. behind you. Well, no, there was an Applebee's I, I would go to that was open till like, midnight. It was, like, it was not good. On 4th of July, I went to this Applebee's, and I had this waitress named Rachel. Mm-hmm. Honey, what's wrong with her? She's askew. She had um, red, white, and blue eyeshadow on, glitter all over her face. And, like, she's talking to Annika Smith's lower sister. Hey, baby. And I ordered um, a chicken Caesar salad and <laughs> uh, mozzarella sticks mm-hmm. for my 4th of July meal. Mm. And um, there was hardly anybody in there. Nothing you ordered was American, by the way. Well, I, I, what was Mozzarella that? and Caesar salad? I didn't have a lot of choices at this. At um, the Applebee's? It's very American. Well, I was trying to be healthy. With mozzarella sticks. Well, not that point. Just a Caesar. So just the, a Caesar. Okay. Well, then they brought me the. She brought me the chicken Caesar salad first. Okay. And I just wanted to tell. Her, oh, I just wanted. To, oh, I did order um, mozzarella sticks. She said, "Oh, I know, baby. They gotta cook." 
But when she brought me that Caesar salad, honey, it was soup. There was no chicken on it. It was just lettuce drowned in dressing, like wilted soup. I ate it. Then that mozzarella sticks came out. There was like, I think it was supposed to like only six were supposed to come. There was like, I think she jumped the whole box on the table. And it was like, ugh. And then she said to me, Happy 4th of July. You're the first one I said independent. You're the first one I got to say independence to today. I forgot all day. And I said, oh, well, it's, um, it's the end of the day. You know, this is, 4th of July is almost over. What? I'm hard of hearing, baby. I said, 4th of July is almost over. Uh-huh. And then I gave her my card, and she, you know, ran the bill and came back and, like, watched me tip. Make sure I tipped her. <laughs> Rachel at Paducah Applebee's. Look her up. She's all American. Oh. So, so far, let's recap this. What you've learned from Kentucky is that there's hardly any food. Well, I mean, you have to, I, I, I couldn't get to it. So you have There's to, also a restaurant called Rafferty's that was next to my hotel that was better. Uh, I call, I, oh, Applebee's was only I would go to after nine. Okay. Because I was, you know, I would be bored and I was like, I'm going to go to Applebee's. But Rafferty's was better. Okay. Oh, I'm getting, like, flashbacks of how damn hot it so was. So there is food there, but you, it doesn't just come to you, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, you, you didn't have the best, healthiest options. I mean, like, they wanted to put bacon on everything. Okay. I couldn't get a kale salad. Also, there's a bunch of people with bow and arrows. <laughs> it's hot, and you have to walk across the freeway to get to the mall. Well, I rented a car. I, after a couple of days, I was like, I gotta get out of this hotel. And so I rented a car, and I went to that mall. Okay. And first of all, that mall was trapped in 1992. Okay. 1994. It it had um, an FT. What's that music store called? FT, FYP or F F something. Tower Records. No, no, no. It was like a a, a, a music store, and they sold CDs in there, <laughs> and like T-shirts and like memorabilia. They had friends. All of those stores in the um, mall had friends memorabilia, like friends socks, friends notebooks. I went to Spencer's Gifts that looked exactly like it was from the late 80s. And there was a, a young couple in there. I went in there twice. I went two days in a row. I bought this. Isn't that shark key? I bought it at the mall. Doesn't that look like something you would buy at the mall? Uh, yeah, I actually, yeah, sure. Isn't it really cute. cute? Yes. It's like a Japan, Japan, Japan animation. A what? Japan animation. I don't know what that is. Okay. I just love it. You just love it. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, there was a young couple in there that was looking at the wall of, like, sex toys. Mm -hmm. And looking at each other and just, like, sort of, like, shrugging and, like, uncomfortable. Like, yeah, we're going to do this. And I just love, like, Paducah has nowhere to buy sex toys. You have to go to Spencer's Gifts. And it smelled like rubber in there. Well, honey, it's all the latex from the sex toys. So, I mean, they have to use Spencer Gifts sex toys. I just feel like those are gag gifts. Are those things you can really insert inside you? Don't get mad, get everything. Wow, girl, it looks like you learned a lot from Kentucky. Well, they also had, there was a lot of the stores were closed in that mall. Yeah. The Hallmark. And as soon as I walked in, there was this um, all-American, misshaped couple laughed at me. Like, I felt like I was back in high school. Like, I was in the mall, clearly didn't belong, and was being made fun of. Well, the internet came along, and so malls are going to slowly be fading out of But the then I heard malls are coming back. Who told you that? I said something on the news. The internet. The internet told me the malls coming back. Facebook? The, yeah. The internet. <laughs> oh, but honey, 
I joined Kohl's. This is how exciting I got this. Uh, I got joined Kohl's. You know Kohl's, the department store? I thought Kohl's was at like a Home Depot. It's a clothing... I guess it's everything. I don't know. I, I've never really been to Kohl's. We what don't have a Kohl's? Kohl's. Can someone tell us what Kohl's is? It's a department store. I th- no, I thought it was a home... Like, what is Home Depot? Is it? A, what, what do you call that? Uh, That's renovation a renovation place? I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, Kohl's has, like, clothing and I think, like, homeware. Like, a department store. But I bought um, sunglasses at Kohl's. I can't find them. But, honey, I, I joined the Kohl's reward program. Well, somebody, they, like, sincerely sold my information to somebody because my emails are being inundated from, like, community colleges in Colorado and, like, all kind of crazy... Um, look at all these emails I'm getting ever since I joined Cole's Rewards Program. I mean, those aren't emails. They're Colorado rewards. Colorado Christian Online. A reward. Is this the reward I get from joining Cole's? Is, I got an email saying, "Would you do, do you want to join Colorado Christian Online? What else? Like, I get all these crazy things I've never gotten before. My financial quote? What's that? A reward. I get something from Bryant and Stratton College. A reward. Who is this? When you sign up for a rewards program, honey, you sign up to have them send you all the information and things they think are rewards. That's how it works. Well, I need answers. Do you have any Oh, hi, honey. I got, um, I bought a gorgeous, um, a necklace there last weekend. But I've been getting a lot of emails. Do you guys sell email information to different productions? They uh, do that at the corporate office. I don't know exactly how they do that. Uh, but if you purchase something and we uh, ask for your rewards, you should have got a, a point for that. Oh, yeah, I got points. I, I, I also wanted to know if you had something available. I'm looking for green pearls, something that looks... I don't have any green pearls. Did you ever have any green? I can't find them anywhere. No, uh, uh, we didn't have any green pearls unless you were looking at... Uh, now, we had one that had all different colors, but nothing in a green pearl. Oh, I have to go to an event, like a fish under the sea dance, and I wanted to wear green pearls. Yeah, you may look online, but we just don't have it in store. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, ma'am. Bye. That woman seemed lovely. You know, all I know is now that I've come back from Paducah, mm-hmm. I just want glamour. Okay. I want like I want glamour now because it was hot there. I, like I didn't have a lot of glamour. I had to like you know in this part of this movie, I don't want to give anything away, but I don't get to look glamorous. At one point, I was in the mud. So I know that I'm here and back in Hollywood. I want glamour. I want to change my look. I want to go for like I want to be the like Ken, like a Ken doll. Oh, okay. What do you think about that, Black Ken? I mean, I think you're talking to the right person. I want to go blonde-haired, blue eyes, like Ron Gosling in the Barbie movie. No, I think you definitely should not go that route. With pink, with pink, pink furs. No. no, no. Well, I have to go to an event. I have to go to an Outfest screening of a film I'm in. Next week, they have a step and repeat, red carpet, and I want to go full, like, Miami blonde. Okay. Plastic. Okay. What do you think about that? That's fine, but I think you also will have to get, like, injections and Botox and everything to get, like, you know, they always have those high cheekbones. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, you should do that. 
And then you have to put in blue contacts, so you better get started on it. Well, when I, in this movie, I have to wear fake contacts. So I did my scene blind. <laughs> and they took me to an optometrist, and we couldn't get them in, because I, can't, I don't know how to put contacts in. You know how many people have their eyes, their fingers in my eyeballs? Oh, the luckiest girl in Paducah. Woo! And then when I was coming back from Paducah, honey, on my plane, the first plane on the three-legged journey from um, a land, from uh, Nashville to Atlanta, after the two-hour ride to Nashville, I was on in my row on the end, and it clearly tells you know A B C D, A is by the window, B is in the middle, C. Well, I'm D because I'm in the other lane, the other row. So the A starts on the other aisle. It goes A, B, C. I'm D, E, and then F is the window. Well, this couple shows up, sits down. Then I have the headphones on, but I hear them talking about me. First of all, like I heard her say right away, I'll sit next to them. And so they're sitting next to me, the woman, and then the husband's like, I think he's in the wrong seat. I I could barely understand what they were saying with their accents. I think he's in the wrong seat. Um, He needs to be by the window. And then she's like, what seat are you in? And I, I said, I took off my headphone, even though I heard her. I said, what? She's like, let me see your ticket. Let me see your ticket. And I right away was like, I, I knew what I was in, in store for. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in row D. This is mine. I'm, 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 uh, oh, you're by the window. No, no, it says right here. The, the, the sign shows, the, you know, the, where the window is by the letter. Yes. And uh, then I sit down. He's like, "No, I still." Th- she can-. then he put my headphones on, still mumbling and grumbling about if I'm supposed to be sitting there. Honey, we get delayed. The plane's delayed. I'm like, "Oh my god, get me away from these people!" And he's like saying, "He's like counting." I hear him saying, "A, B, C," trying to figure out where, like where I'm sitting. So concerned about where the fel- the hell I'm sitting. Meanwhile, it's only an hour flight from Nashville to Atlanta. Just don't worry about it. Well, it's longer now because we've been delayed because the, the flights are askew, honey. And, and I have um, a message and advice for anybody flying. Don't check your bags. I didn't check mine. I brought a carry-on because you can't rely on those air, um, airfares and those airports in Pete Buttigieg. You've got to only rely on yourself. It's like going to the jungle to travel. So bring everything you can in case you're trapped for what days you at the airport. stuff you need to bring? You're staying for a long trip. Honey, buy it when you get there because okay. you can't bring it. You have to prepare this if you're going traveling into a jungle. Got it. And you might be stuck, like, trapped in an airport for days. Got it. And you don't need to like have your luggage lost or you know askew. So what do you think Pete's doing, honey? She's going to circuit parties. That queen. Oh. I want to call her office. <laughs> anyway, finally I hear him say he's G. He's not supposed to be here. I said in my mind G, letter G, and she said no D to him. Oh, I mean this is going on for a long time. Also, I'm gonna like what do you, what do you think I'm saying A B C G. EFD? I mean, they're so, they were so dumb. Were they coming from Pawtucket? They were going to Atlanta. I don't know where else they were going. Meanwhile, honey, I don't know what's going on with the men at the airport, at the Atlanta airport. Honey, I was like, why can't my layover be here for about four or five hours? <laughs> or as a matter of fact, I'll spend the night here. Some, some, some good Samaritan. I always depend on the kindness of strangers. This is the delay you were looking this for. This is the delay I was looking for when it was, I needed to be delayed in Atlanta, at the Atlantic airport because the men are fine. Oh. Honey, literally, like, I'm wa- carrying like my luggage because you have to go from one far gate to another far gate. You have to go on a tram. Nothing's easy in this country. 
and along the way, honey, like I would, like emergency exit doors would pop open, and beautiful men would come out. Like I would be passing a newsstand, gorgeous man. Like it was just like, what is uh, what's going on in Atlanta's airport? The men are fine. If I when I get married, it's going to be on gate thirty eight. Double D at the Atlanta airport. Oh, okay. The Atlanta airport. That's where it's at. I'm actually booking a trip back to Atlanta, but oh, I'm not booking a hotel. I'm just booking an airfare to Atlanta, and I'm just going to hang out at the airport. For a couple of days? For a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then that flight with the two people that didn't know the alphabet, all of a sudden, um, there was like a mumbling with the, with the uh, there's a mumble with the pilot mm-hmm. saying something about why we're delayed, but I can't hear him because nothing works. The, the loudspeaker doesn't work. Something about the engine has to be fixed. Oh, God. <laughs> and then we finally leave, and all of a sudden we're taking off, we're going up, we're in a, like, a slanted position. All of a sudden, on the right side of the plane, by the engine, there's an explosion. Boom! And I see, like, a light come through the window. And I'm like, I look at myself, I'm like, that could not have been the engine. When we're going for a couple more minutes and nothing's, like, we're not spinning around, we're not crashing, nobody says anything. Next thing you know, that pilot gets on and mumbles something about... Oh, if you heard that loud boom sound, don't let them worry about it. A bird probably flew into the engine. And they're like, but these engines can handle birds flying into it. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, traveling in this country. Honey, give me a hot air balloon and take me to Atlanta. I didn't know birds can go as high as planes. Well, we're taking off. Oh, okay. I thought you were, like, in the clouds. We're, we were going, like, was it a pterodactyl? Honey, like, uh, it was a velociraptor. <laughs> right. Jurassic domination. Honey, Jurassic domination was trying to take over my plane. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that has that, that was my sort of, my, 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 my venture in the South. There were some cute neighborhoods, though, that had, like, restaurants that looked, like, all of a sudden they'd be, like, in the neighborhood. Like, it was, nothing else would be around. It would be a house. The house would be a restaurant. And they had some good food there. When I got away from, like, the, where my hotel was, I mean, there was this one restaurant. And I got this, like, they have things there called strawberry soup. It's cold soup. Like tomato soup? But strawberries. Mm-hmm. And it's cold. And then I, I, they gave me some sort of, like, sandwich with, like, pickles and chicken and like it was like it was like a grilled cheese they but with dip chicken the strawberry no you know it's, a, it's the side the strawberry is a side dish and then they have um a, a, a split pea soup yes honey i've heard of a split pea soup that's here here too oh, and then i had like some sort of squash summer squash yes we have summer squash here as well what yes oh i didn't have to go to kentucky for it no ah but we have a pol loco so maybe in the end, we're not that different from Kentucky. Oh, honey, we're different. Okay. But it was a lovely time, and, you know, if we have the premiere back there, I'm sure I'll go back. They didn't have any gay bars or drag bars. There was one gay, there was one restaurant that was gay-friendly, and they, once a month they had a drag show. And I, I wasn't, they didn't have it when I was there. I brought a wig. I brought a wig just in case. <laughs> I don't know why I always travel with a wig just in case. And, like, a bag full of, I have bags and bags of vitamins. So I look like a drug. I look like uh, like a drug dealer in like in a, in a wig to go in disguise. But of course, the airport didn't catch that or care. No, honey. That's why you gotta check it. That's why you can't check it. You gotta bring carry on. Yes. I had a wig and vitamin pills, Ziploc bags full of pills, and no one cared. You're like Lisa Rinna. I'm Lisa Rinna, honey. <laughs> Wigs and Wigs and vitamin pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those women. Well, speaking of women, honey. Wait, we got to talk about a couple of things. First of all, we've got some mysteries to um, uncover. Okay. But first, it's time for 
Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. And I'm like, if I don't do anything else, including podcast, including restaurant, I would love to fall in love. I want to. A lot of girls at 57 don't care about. Excuse me. I'm gorgeous. Can I? Maybe I'll go back on TV. I don't know. I've got so much money, I can do anything I want or nothing at all. Now, that was our words of wisdom, and that leads us into Wendy Williams and the Wendy Williams update. Yes. So, the last we've talked about Wendy, I don't even remember what happened. There's so much going on with her. Well, the show ended. Yes. And they did, like, a, like a, 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 a Sherry Shepard hosted the last show, and they gave, like, a... Maybe like a 15-minute segment of her. Do you call that a memorial? No, she wasn't dead. She just gone missing. Oh. And it was like a, um, like a, um, a, um, it's something a celebration. It was a celebration. It was a, it was a going down memory lane. Okay, going down memory memory lane. Going down memory lane. Hey, baby, I forgot to wish you happy 4th of July. Hi, I'm Rachel. Honey, does Rachel work on the Wendy Williams show? I feel like Rachel's managing Wendy Williams' career. Okay, that's it. Wendy Williams has this manager now that used to be her jewelry designer. And they propped her up for that interview on TMZ that she seemed completely askew. She talks about she's going to do a podcast. She actually It sounds like she doesn't know what it is. She said, I don't know, I'll do the podcast. Maybe we'll be doing Europe and France. Like, we'll go to Europe and France. Then she just did this other interview where I played for Words of Wisdom for the New York Daily News. And she said she's like talking about she's gonna do the podcast again, and then she's gonna have Donald Trump on it, and then she wants to get fucked and have a restaurant. Have a restaurant, honey. There's something going on. First of all, she she's clearly got something wrong mentally, backslash emotionally with her, and who like people. There is a theory that she can't get to her money because of the she has a business advisor at Wells Fargo. So this person she's working in cahoots with the jewelry designer got together to be her manager, and they're going to try to do a podcast so she can get more money to come in that she can spend willy nilly on her own. But clearly, she's not mentally capable to do a show, and, the, and no major like you know streaming services or companies is teaming up with her. I mean, she's going to have to do it in a in a closet like we are. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll listen. And, and everybody knows that we are mentally, you know, cognitive. Thank stable. you. We're stable. Yeah. I'm unhinged. But unhinged, but stable. Um. So, but maybe she's onto something because if the podcast is about great food and restaurants and having sex, you put the two together, you might have podcast gold. Well, maybe yeah, because she. I don't think she can report stories anymore. I think she should report back if she got fucked, where she ate. She has to talk about food, right? And that could be the podcast. It's called The Wendy Experience. Yes. And it's about her sexual and sexual experiences and her food experiences. And her food experiences. Yes. And um, as she was doing that interview, all of a sudden, like, the wig on her head just, like, it went back, like, 10 inches. Right. She didn't have it secure. I'm just concerned about her. It's very disheartening. But I don't think she's able to do anything. Well, whoever gets her together and props her up and puts... You know, I mean, we used to think that she had cue cards, but now after that interview, I don't think she has cue cards. I think somebody is exploiting her. Do you I, think? Do you think they just put words on cue cards like restaurant, fuck, and 
podcast. I, I feel like the way she says podcast, she's like, and I'll do podcast. As if I don't think she does. She know what a podcast is. Um, I, like I'll do. I think I'll do a podcast, or I have a podcast. It's not. I do podcast and restaurant and restaurant. <laughs> what is her restaurant going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go over the Wendy Williams menu at this restaurant. First of all, everybody gets a, the the menu has to be shaped like a wig or breasts, and it has to have like there has to be all of her wigs in there. And wig wearing is encouraged to go to this restaurant. Now, what's on the menu? Is it going to be like Applebee's and Paducah? Honey, they should put this restaurant in that courtyard that I was at with that hotel, which has Rafferty's and Coles. Albertsons, or I mean um, Applebee's and Wendy's. What's her, what, what's her restaurant called? Is it? Called, it can't be called Wendy's. No, it should be called. <laughs> it should she be gonna called. have wait? Does she have what do they call those frozen things at Wendy's? Frozen? Um, no, no. There's like they're like milkshakes. Um, Frosties. Is she going to have Frosties? Like Wendy Frosties? Listen, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think it should be called Wigsies. Like Wigs and then C, S-E-A, like the C, and it's a seafood restaurant. Oh. And all the wigs look like nets you cast into the sea. Uh-huh. And then there's a, you know, and then that's how she puts them on the menu, like little mm. wig nets, and it has seafood in them. And you can get crab legs, crawdaddies, and so forth. Shrimp. And shrimp, right. Oh, I like that. My mouth's watering like Wendy. And there'll be like a water fountain in there with her mouth open like like it's watering. Yes, in the middle of it. In the middle of it. Yes. And all the tables will have replicas of the purple the chair. The purple chair. Yeah. And there'll be a wig net hanging over. Over you. Yes. Like with fa- the seafood in it. And there should be like, that's, that, there, should, there should be like a, that Madame Tussauds of her should be in there, but dressed up like the Statue of Liberty like when she... Fell over. Yes, that should be in the front. That should be the greet you at Wigsies. It's like and it talks. Yes. Welcome to Wig. Welcome to Wigsies. How are you doing? <laughs> Get some seafood, baby. My mouth's watering. My mouth's watering. Ah. <laughs> oh. Instead of asking, you know, where's your food when you when you get upset in your wedding, you say, "My mouth's watering." And my mouth's wa- and then they know. Yes. Uh, uh, is your mouth watering? <laughs> and be like, "Yes, my mouth's watering." You can take. Um, okay, I'm ready to take your order. And then you be like, how you doing? It just goes on for a long, yes. there's so many introductions. Yes. Shout it out, <laughs> clearly. Honey, shout out your order. Shout it out. That's through the drive-thru. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to the drive-thru at Wixies, this is the drive-thru. You can also get drive-thru seafood yes. at Wixies, honey. Mm-hmm. Wixies. Wixies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, hi, welcome to Wixies. How you doing? Shout it out. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get... Um, I'm going to get the crawdaddies. Six crab legs. Six crab legs, shrimp. <laughs> and seasoned fries. I'm on a lobster tail <laughs> and a frosé. Because you know I love a lobster and frosé. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a bad concept. Mm, I love Wigsies. Well, good luck with her with that. Yes. I hope, every, I hope that works out for her. Okay, now we've got, we've got some mysteries to solve. So okay. Cha-Cha Heels... Unsolved Mysteries. Mysteries. Ricky Martin. Okay. Honey, did you hear about this story? Oh, yes, I did. She's being accused by her 21-year-old nephew of assault and battery and and, um, stalking and they're calling it domestic abuse. And apparently incest. 
And he was, says he was in his seventh month year, seven month, oh my God, am I turning into Wendy? He said he was in a seven month relationship with Ricky Martin. Mm-hmm. And when he ended it, Ricky didn't take it, you know, well and showed up outside his house. And there was a restraining order, like we found out this summer, for, about Ricky, but we didn't know who it was from. Now it's revealed it's his nephew. Now it's his step nephew. But apparently in Puerto Rico, if you have incest with any sort of family member or inappropriate relations with family members, it's you can get, go, go to jail for 50 years. See, I was going to say that maybe it's a cultural thing because I was watching The Real House of Dubai and Iman Chanel said that she was married off at first to her cousin and it was a cultural thing. So when I read the article, maybe I thought it might have been a cultural thing. And well, I can't be cultural because in Puerto Rico, apparently it's a law that you can't. Well then, okay. Well, no, where? I think you can circle jerk with your cousins there because, I, well, at least in the, not there, but I had a Puerto Rican friend that used to tell me... Um, but he lived in the Bronx, that he used to circle jerk with his cousins, and they used to use olive oil. And that's when I just t- was told that you can use olive oil for masturbation. So it was a New York cultural thing? From the well, Bronx. I think that might be a Puerto Rican Bronx thing. Okay. So his this whole thing was brought about because of the nephew's father, correct? Well, I don't know how it all got revealed that the nephew's father said it was it's his son that is the victim. Now, I'm thinking... If you, maybe, why do you not, why would you want everyone to know it was your son when the court was not saying that it was? Like, are you trying to just sort of, you know, make Ricky look bad? Ricky denies that. Ricky denies it. Was there an extortion thing that was trying to happen before and it didn't work? So now you're like, well, we're going to go public with this and destroy your career unless you give us money. Yes. Or is it, I also heard that, you know, Ricky's lawyer said the person that's saying this is, has mental issues and it's not true. Is, is Ricky's nephew like just really mentally unstable and making this up or did they have like some sort of romantic affair i don't know right so is it more of a windy situation or more of a mariah carey situation uh, excuse me remember when mariah carey's uh, brother or sister tried to extort money out of her oh yes yes yes, yes. or is it a mental thing like windy williams and that's the mystery well there was a rumor that what they're saying the allegations and i don't know i don't know if it came from the brother or from whom that ricky's been drinking a lot and abusing drugs He's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl next week with the Philharmonic. Get your Is he going to cancel? Well, get your tickets. See for yourself. Maybe he brings a nephew on stage. <gasps> Black Ken. I'm just saying. Now listen. It, some of it sounds like, to me, very early original Michael Jackson accusation. When Michael Jackson was accused by that boy, but it was the father really behind it, that boy's father, that tried to get Michael to buy him, him a, buy his movie script. Mm-hmm. And Michael didn't do it. And then they tried to extort money from Michael, and Michael didn't give them the money. And that's when they you know, went in, um, to the authorities and said, hey, this guy, Michael, you know, sexually abused my son. So, but the father was pushing for it and behind the whole thing. Okay, allegedly. According to my, you know, look it up. Now, is that what's going on here? Or did this really happen with Ricky? I mean, the the, the, the age of consent in Puerto Rico is 16. So it's more of an, uh, just a, an incest law thing. And also, I guess, a d- domestic abuse. The guy, the, the 21-year-old said that Ricky abused him and stalked him. I don't know. Something just seems askew. Something seems fishy. Right. And us being virtual lawyers, we'll get to the bottom of it. Is this this is a step nephew? Is the brother? Is Ricky's nephew gay? 
And then maybe the father got upset about it and blamed Ricky, and now they're trying to make up a, you know, like a say, you abused my son. That sometimes happens. And maybe it's not even his father. Someone posing as his father to extort money out of Ricky Martin because he knows the nephew, and maybe he had a relationship with them, and he's acting as if it's his son, and he's jealous of the relationship they formed. There's a lot of ways we can go with this. It's just not good. It's not good to have false allegations like that, especially when it's involving, you know... It's not a minor, but like he's. And this is all alleged until we get to that. He called the allegations disgusting. They're absolutely disgusting. And they they said that they hope that this guy gets the help he so desperately needs. I guess that's the brother. I guess that's the the nephew they're talking about. Earlier this month, Ricky was slapped with a $3 million lawsuit from his ex manager, Rebecca DeRocker, for unpaid commissions. And the legal documents allude to her protecting Ricky from a potentially career-ending allegation. A representative for Martin told The Post at the time, the allegations against Ricky Martin that led to a protection order are completely false. So there was some... So this, he had a lawyer that he didn't pay. He had an ex-manager that he didn't pay. And she alluded that he she helped him protect him against potentially career-ending allegations. But that was years ago. I mean, does he have a history of this? Was I mean... What's going on? Oh, we'll just have to stay tuned, honey. We'll have to do Ricky Martin updates now with the Wendy William updates. You know, that's part of it's giving very Les Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein. Remember that weird relationship they had where there might have been something there and they were holding it over him to protect uh, Les, uh, for, to protect Les Wexner from my... Who's Les Wexner? The creator of Amber Crombie and Fitch. Victoria's Secret, Lane Bryant. I don't buy any of those things. It's not my problem. I buy Kohl's now. I'm oh, a Kohl's yeah. you're, rewards you're a member. Rewards member, yeah. And they sure as hell sold my information to the highest bidder or the lowest. Kohl's. That's why you don't accept cookies. Thank you. Milk chocolate. And the other mystery is Ivana Trump, the ex-wife of Donald Trump, died in her townhouse on the Upper East Side. They said that she found her. They found her at the bottom of the stairs. And I'm thinking, well, did somebody push her? And they said that, you know, that first she was going under, she was going under cardiac arrest. And I'm like, well, she probably was going under cardiac arrest because she was at the bottom of it. She got pushed down the stairs or fell down the stairs. The autopsy said that it was, a, you know, a, a blunt force trauma that killed her. And now people are saying, was she pushed? Did she know too much? Don't get mad. Get everything. You know, when I saw Ivana Trump in First Wives Clubs, where she said that iconic line, don't get mad, get everything. I said, Goldie who? Bet what? Diane where? Who is this star on my silver screen? Ivana Trump? That's how I felt when I first saw Anna Nicole Smith. Ivana Trump delivering comedic lines? Ah, why wasn't she in more films? Her daughter's name is Ivana too, isn't it? Ivanka. Or what? Add a K for for KKK. Oh, got it. Ivanka. Now, um, so then this Ivana's girlfriend was on Inside Edition and said her girlfriend was always afraid that Ivana would fall down the stairs because the stairs apparently were really windy in this Upper East Side townhouse. And, you know, this townhouse is very narrow. So maybe she really did fall. Also, what would she have known? She wasn't with Donald Trump. You know, when he was president. Also, why did she need those stairs? She should have just got an elevator or a one-story yeah, flat. get an ele- elevator in your townhouse. Well, I don't know. Anyway, didn't Donald Trump have a fear of elevators? Yeah. 
I mean, didn't Donald Trump have a fear of stairs? No. I thought he was afraid of stairs. That's why he took an escalator at the Trump Tower and he would wear, um, he would, he used that ramp. Remember when he looked weird walking up that ramp? Yeah, maybe. Ugh, I don't know. That family. I don't, yeah. It's, it's unhinged and skewed. Yes. Ah, Mara. Kim Kardashian is at it again. What did she do this time? She was wearing a dress that Madonna formerly wore, a Jean-Paul Gaultier dress that Madonna wore in 1992 at a Jean-Paul Gaultier fashion show where Madonna was there promoting her sex book and she opened up the jacket and revealed through the suspenders her her breasts. Of course, Kim Kardashian wore something to cover up her breasts, some nude cover-up because she's tacky and she's boring. But she's just going to put herself in another dress... Ruining it. Is that her new thing? And you know, there's an auction coming out of Marilyn Monroe's famous um, outfits. And you, you, you know damn well that Kim Kardashian's going to buy them and stick her big ass in them and stretch them out and ruin them. Listen, she, I told She's a you terrorist. she doesn't have a big ass anymore. Her and her sister got their ass fat taken out. Well, she's still stretching them out. Well, listen, honey, you have to just understand that she's... That girl, she's that Marilyn right now, and she's gonna do everything. She's not power. Marilyn. Take that out. Get that out of your mouth. Okay. You're making me unhinged. All right, I take it back. Happy Fourth of July, baby. I forgot to say that today. Happy Fourth of July, Black Hand. It's not the Fourth of July. Well, don't tell that to Rachel. Okay. And uh, Applebee's. Oh, I wonder what's going on there now. I wonder if they miss me. They're still serving Caesar soup. Caesar soup. Oh. And you know, there's an, another book about Meghan Markle coming out. Oh, another man. royal family book. Honey, and I love the name of it. Guess what it's called? Revenge. <laughs> I sent you it. Did you see it? Yes, I know. It says, Revenge. Look at this cover. Britain's top investigative author from the Daily Mail, Revenge. His name's Tom Bauer. Meghan, Harry, and the War Between the Windsors. I love it. Revenge. Who's getting revenge? The, the, the Windsor family or her and Harry? Mm-hmm. Revenge. That, that's, that's a book I want to have. Revenge. Against Coles and how they stole my email. Oh, Shay. Too late. There's already that revenge. I'm a Coles rewards, honey. Okay. I still think it's a hardware store. Well, you should have asked them when I was looking for those green pearls. That's true. I just need glamour. How you doing, honey? Well, that's it for another cha-cha edition of Paducah. What? I don't know. That's it for another cha-cha heels edition from Paducah. Ooh. My name's Pete. You can follow me on Instagram at Pete Zayas, Twitter at Pete Zayas, TikToks at Pete Zayas, and my YouTube channel, The Pete Zayas Show. And please go to our Patreon. Pete Zayas is the name of the Patreon. And support Chacha Hills Podcast, and you'll get exclusive content like Help Her With My Mother. Things that you can't get any other place. You can follow me on Instagram at Booty Pop Queen, and follow my all-natural skincare line at Few Beauty, P-H-E-W Beauty. How you doing, honey? You put your right hand in, you put your right arm out, you put your right hand in, and you shake it all about. You go to Rafferty's in Paducah, and that's what it's all about. Honey, the beef that was being you know offered to me, the beef, the beef. Was it in Atlanta? No, in, in Paducah, the oh. beef, every, and the fried. They fry the beef? They fry everything. 
Fried my brain. How you doing, honey?